messages will be right back. I can't believe I ate that whole thing. Are you in good hands? And now, a word from our sponsors. Hey everybody, welcome to After These Messages, bringing you hot takes on commercial breaks. That's right, we're here to talk about TV commercials tonight. The good ones, the bad ones, and the ones where people say weird shit like this. Here's a wonderful Christmas gift for anyone who smokes. Because it says, Merry Christmas and Happy Smoking 200 times. My name is Andrew Walsh, and I literally made my co-host and favorite person almost uh, burp up beer all over her computer <laughs> with that drop. How you doing, Veeves? I'm good. I love that. I love that drop. <laughs> it's a seasonal favorite. It is. Uh, we have a very fun show in store for you today from the producers that brought you Ham Spam Thank You Pam. Is that what we called the Pretty show close. last week? Um, we have a, a, a new fun little um, game to play on the show this week. Uh, Vives, would you like to explain it? Yeah. You know, Andrew, I don't know if if, if teenage boys or preteen boys did this, but, um, you know, a mash note, right? You yeah. Mansion, apartment, sewer, or house. Oh, we called them. We said the S was for shack. Oh, or Shaq, yeah, right. But okay, yes, yeah, so you, you, it's sort of like a little game you play where you sort of end up with um, uh, a particular domicile, a particular, you, you write down a list of, of boys that you, you know, mm-hmm. want to be your boyfriend. You write down a list of, uh, num- like, the number of kids you're going to have, the yep. job you're going to have, and then through some randomization process. That's where you got the little, you fold up the piece of paper and you make it like kind of go back and forth. Yeah, there was that, the the cootie catcher style. We did one where you would, we would draw a spiral and then you would say, so it's like, it's my job. I'm the, I'm the friend. I draw the spiral. My other friend says, stop. When I, when I stop, I count the, the rings on the spiral and that's the number that'll of, determine that'll determine the random is the, the the count that you right. go through the, the game with. So you're you're choosing your partner, the number of kids, where you'll live, and I think there was a fourth one that I'm forgetting. Like your job. Okay, right, yes. Um and you got to you usually had to you could put like out of four, you could put like three that were good. You know, it'd be like heart surgeon, mm-hmm. ballerina, yeah. astronaut. You know, dog turd collector. Right. So you always exactly. had to have a bad one. Right. Because nobody wanted to be the astronaut in that case. Exactly. You have I'm, to go to space. I mean, oxygen as an there. adult, you realize like dog dog turd collector is like really more in my wheelhouse. Yeah, I know. But, um, it's really down to you don't take it's your, a union job. You don't take your work home with you. <laughs> I hope. So anyway, as a kid, you know, you you it was a way of kind of um, of playing a game where you would imagine your future. Right. Um, and we're doing kind of a kind of a version sort of, of that today of that, yeah. um, using some some scenarios that come from current TV commercial campaigns, right? That's right, yeah. So I, l- l- we'll just say, we'll explain the, the other ones, but we'll say what the inspiration for this was because I think this is a really good idea, Vives. It was your idea, of course. Um that right now there's a series of progressive, nope, Geico ads that are airing. I kept thinking they were progressive, but these are Geico ads. And um, it shows various new homeowners or new renters who like their new place, but they have one issue with it. In one case, a couple has a problem with clogging, and then it turns out, oh, their neighbors actually have clog shoes, and they clog, and it's very... Noisy. Yeah, we've certainly it's talked about a lot. Of, we've talked about a lot of these on the show before. And so you said to me, which one of those houses <laughs> would you prefer to live in if you had to live in one? The one right. with the fencing problem, the clogging problem, etc. And so we started talking about that, and then we expanded it out from there. So we have three categories instead of the traditional four that we'll have to choose from in these commercial universes. I hope that made sense. I think it'll I feel like I threw a lot out there. Yeah, you know, it's it'll. I think it'll become clear as you keep listening. Yes, um, and. Uh, we will check in, of course, with the Ad Council. We have a lot of good stuff. You told me that we have a, a note from I honestly don't know what this is. We have a <laughs> note from an ad counselor who has fallen in love with a commercial that I will personally hate. Yeah. What? Does, what? Yeah, that's, it's gonna. it has a sort of a poison pill in it uh, that mm. I think is going to really doom it in your eyes. Is it about cheese? Is it cheese related? It's not cheese, but it's one of your, I would say, top nine phobias. Oh, okay. Sounds good. Top nine. Not even, 
not even the tip of the iceberg, my friend. <laughs> well, I know. So I, that's why I say it's, it's quite significant. <laughs> All right. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. I'm really excited to play this MASH game with you. So let's start with that. Our house in the middle of our street. Our house in the middle of our, our house. It has a crowd. All right, Vive. So like I said, let's start with the Geico house. Which Geico house would you pick? I've already mentioned clogging and fencing. I don't know if we need to explain those more. Yeah, well, let's. why don't we do a quick run-through on these? We, we don't have to play them all. I know we've talked about these before, yeah. but the, there are five Geico houses. The first one was the rat problem. Yes, and it turns out it's rat, R-A-T-T, the band rat. Right, and they have a the band rat constantly playing uh, round and round in various locales in their home. Which I heard that song actually did get back on the charts because of that commercial. <laughs> no shit. Yeah, I just saw that I tweeted that. somewhere. I haven't like double checked that. Let's just take a quick listen to it to set this the up. The new house is amazing. So much character. Original crown molding, walk-in closets. We do have a rap problem. We see the band playing in the basement. At least Geico makes bundling our home and car insurance easy. It does help us save. Now the band's in the kitchen. Now they're in the bathroom, I think. Yeah, and you, uh, I do think it's delightful that no matter, wh- wh- every time you see the couple doing their direct-to-camera interviews, you can hear the song happening in the yes, background. Yes, and that muffled, like, coming yeah, through a wallway. So it's it is good constant. sound design. Yeah. It is also, though, a nice house, I will say. Yeah, that's something to consider as that's well. That's the kind of house I like, is, you know, you're like a, a craftsman with original uh, fixtures and built-ins. I mean, like, you know, I really liking, I, I, of all the houses, I might like the rat house the most really? as a house. Speaking of built-ins, I like the ant house. All right, let's we talk about the ant house. Home. There's so much space. We have a guest room now. But we have ants. You're slouching again, Ted. Expired. Expired. So, of course, in this case, ants are not the insect, but they are um, your aunts, your, I guess, parents' siblings. Your fa- usually sisters. Sisters who are hanging around the house. That is a sweet kitchen. Oh, and look at the built-ins in this house, too, with yes. the, where they have all their pictures and nice books. Nice flow. I like really it. Really nice. Yeah, all of, the, all of the houses in this. Expired. Expired. Thanks, Aunt Bonnie. It's a lot of house. I hope you can keep it clean. At least Geico makes (laughs) bundling our home and car insurance easy. Which helps us save a lot of money. Oh, Teddy, did you get my friend request? Oh, I'll have to check. Aunt Joni's here! For bundling maybe. Um, I had a little bit of a a, a, a nit to pick with that one. Sure. I feel like the... No, never mind. I think my I think the knit isn't worth picking. Well, that was quick. Well, I sort of feel like okay. So the next one is the fencing problem, which right. I don't think we have talked about that no, on the that show, one's right? New, newer and but I you know I don't think it makes sense. I was just thinking about this earlier. Like the fencing problem was you have this couple and they're outside talking to the camera and they say they have a fencing problem. What their fencing problem is they have some neighbors who love the sport of fencing and they're kind of getting in their yard and getting in their space while they're um, dueling. Our new house is amazing. Great street, huge yard. There is a bit of an issue with our neighbors fencing. So the rest is very visual and they're just kind of getting in their way while they're fencing around the house. Um, I guess my the, the nitpick I thought I had was that like, the fencing problem, that's something that you can inherit, which is like, annoying neighbors and the clogging problem where you have neighbors who are actually putting on wooden shoes and clogging. Right. That is something that you could actually inherit. Whereas with the ant infestation, that's not there's not a real world analogy to that. But I but same with rats. So I think I'm just being stupid. Yeah, I just think you can't you know, it it doesn't pay to unpack it too much and see if it's like trying to be analogous to a real problem. Right. I think it's I love the puns. That's why I don't like the homeowners association one. Yeah, and then the fifth one in the bunch is the one that they say is well, we have a ho- an HOA problem, but it's no play on words. It's just all the annoying things that go along with having a homeowners association and a bossy person in charge oh, we of love it. Our new home. Neighborhood's great. Amazing school district. The HOA has been very involved. These shrubs aren't board approved. You need to break down your cardboard. Thank you. Violation. Violation. I see you've met Cynthia. 
At least Geico makes bundling our home and You car do love that neighbor. I love the neighbor who says, I see you've met Cynthia. He's so happy because clearly he used to be the target of Cynthia's ire. <laughs> and now Cynthia has redirected her her passive aggressive energy to this new couple. And, and neighbor dude is very happy. And I uh, fully cosign. Now, um, so those are the five. Rats, ants, fencing, clogging, and homeowners association. Yeah. Do you, you need quickly, to see the clogging? Just play it so we can understand how loud it is. Okay. And also take a look, I guess, at the at the house itself and its furnishings. This yeah. is more of a, this looks a little bit more like a traditional suburban kind of house. I mean, nice, right? Um, well, I don't think so because clearly they are I think that they are in an apartment because it's the clogging upstairs. Oh, that's a good point. But design-wise, it seems... I do like this, the look yeah. of this apartment. I don't think it's suburban. But you're right. They, they, I guess they are renting. We love the new apartment. The natural light is amazing. Hardwood floors. There is a bit of a clogging problem. At least Geico makes it easy to bundle our renters and car insurance. Yeah, helping us save even more. For bundling made easy. Okay, so that one is definitely off my list. That's the easiest one to take off my list because I, as a as a person who's rented almost his entire adult life, I can tell you, I cannot stand the sound of neighbors. Oh yeah, this one I agree. Like it's it's a non-starter. We've lived in apartments where where we where the walls have been paper thin and mm-hmm. the floors have been paper thin, and we lived in an apartment that w- the walls, although we loved the apartment in all other respects. The floors were so thin and not soundproof that we could hear our downstairs neighbors snoring at night. Yes, and that was our beautiful apartment in L.A. Yes. Which where is, everything is a little bit more porous because it was a beautiful old building, but it was in L.A., so it was like... Windows are open. Windows are open all the time. Yeah. Everything's kind of screened so, in. But then also, on the other end of that spectrum, remember my terrible, probably the shittiest apartment I ever lived in in Concord, and we had the um, Jesus Freaks upstairs. That's right, I don't know if yeah. we still call them that, but they would like have these gatherings... We do on this show. ...where they would like pray really loudly yeah. and then spend the rest of their time playing very warlike video games. So it was either like people... They also used to do it really loudly and then they tried to tell us that it was not them doing That's it. Right. It was some other thing Didn't that they were Didn't he say like, doing. oh, hey, sorry, I know sometimes we get loud. Maybe you'll hear me jumping up and down on the bed with right. the spirit of the Lord. Remember yeah. that? And we yeah. were like, Oh, yeah. is that what you call Sounds it? Sounds like somebody <laughs> came home and realized the spirit of the Lord. <laughs> Sounds like you both do. Anyway... <laughs> There's a little insight into my early 20s. Yeah, so no uh, no apartments with the noise. That's horrible. Right. Um, so clogging is off the list for me. And again, we don't have to agree. We no, just no. have to work this out for each of us. And I hope we come up with some pretty interesting um, <laughs> final living situations. <laughs> I think for the same problem, I'm going to have to take rat out of it. As much as I hate to say it, um, I think rat is probably a non-starter. I will take rat over clogging. Um, I would take rat over clogging because at least you can hang with them. You yeah. can ask them like, what was it like to tour and, you know, in the rat 80s? around's a solid chart topper. Oh, God. It would be like, that would be like psychological torture. It would, though, though, after Just a while. the same song yeah. over and over again. Ant I guess that is the implication is that it's always that song. Yes. Okay. I think so. Yeah. I mean, it's that, the only one they all play. The infi- all the evidence I have. Yeah. Um, ant infestation. I'm actually not that mad about ant infestation. Me, I, me neither. Mostly, I don't like having. I don't like living with a lot of people. Right. I actually don't mind it if the house is big enough, and this seems like a very large house. Um, I kind of like those ants. They. Do, I like their bitchy energy. Yeah, they seem kind of sweet. I love the fact that the, the woman is taking the bull by the horns and clearing out the refrigerator. I know. That's something right? that I wait. Whoa. I'm sorry. What? Well, I don't. I am that ant, and I'm always saying this is expired. This is expired, and you won't let me get rid of it. You want that, and you're like, can I start? Can I stop the show right now and go throw away half the expired shit in the refrigerator? I'm just saying, I don't mind that you're like keeping tabs. I see. Okay. All right. Well. Okay. Boy, I mean, you know, that's you. That's real, expired. Expired. Real game changer. Yeah. And I say thanks, Andrew. I mostly like the ants, but I think I don't want to have that many people in my house. I feel like the the, the homeowners, homeowners Association, in real life, I don't want to deal with them, but it's also kind of a real-world problem that isn't, like, over the top. I'll but. tell you why that's a deal-breaker for me. I just don't want to live in, in a place. I don't want to live yeah. in the kind of space where HOAs live. And that the place, that house where where they are, 
is very much that kind of like on a cul-de-sac. Yeah. All the houses look the same. And if someone was in my biz telling me, you know, that my mailbox was an inch too high or something, yeah. I would legitimately rather have rat in yeah. my basement. Yeah. yeah. Or wherever. Plus, you have that um, Seattle Kraken flag that you like, you like to fly. That who wouldn't... knows? Maybe yeah. I do. Yeah, um, it's none of your business. <laughs> uh, okay, so for me, it's down to ants or the fencing. Honestly, the fencing is the easiest to deal with. Those are neighbors. I would ask them. They to don't stay show off them my... inside. Yes, they're not inside the house. I'd say try to stay off our property. Please don't break anything. But. For the most part, it's the most easily mitigated situation. Uh, this is unrelated, and I know I wouldn't be living with her, but I really like the woman's hair in that commercial. So that you're gives not me a living with feeling. her. She I doesn't know. come with the house. No, that's clear. I know, but I think that the combination for me of the the space of the house, like the the house that they show, the the amount of house that you can see um, in terms of the kitchen and the upstairs and the downstairs, and just to me, the general likability, I'm going ant infestation. Okay, good. I'm glad we're not picking the same one because I was going to have to pick ants if you also wanted <laughs> fencing. But uh, no, we no. should just be honest. I with prefer what we fencing. Want. You're going to go with the ants. I'm going with ants. Okay, now this is exciting. The listeners don't know what the next two <laughs> choices are. Now, this next one is a very long list, and we'll try to make this not too tedious. We'll go through it as quickly as possible. But another product that has a campaign. With variables is, of course, KFC. Yes. With all of their kernels. So you. Kernels upon kernels. Yes. So you now have your home. I will be living with my fencing neighbors. You will be living in a house full of ants. And now, aside from the ants, who will be living with you? And again, not just the actor portraying yes. the kernel, emphatically, but the character. Yeah that is the colonel it's as the, each of these actors it's played the colonel as interpreted by this actor but there is no actor underneath that you can ever get to right now no matter how play, much you tug on the little beard i don't think we are going to play all of these in fact i know we won't yeah, the, we, we did our best there's there's no definitive list that I could find online. It's like the top 13 or the best seven, but I've been keeping a list. <laughs> the top 13 or the best seven should Those be are literally the, the title two. of this episode. <laughs> Those were the two that I saw. One of them was a slideshow that clicked through. It really irritated me. <laughs> I, I've come up with a list of 18 of these yeah. things. If anybody remembers one that is not on the list, please, please let me know because I actually want to keep a definitive list. I'm going to rattle through them quickly. At first, and then Genevieve, if you want to go back and remind yourself about any of these characters, we can play some of them. Okay. But to go through the list really quickly for the listeners at home, do you have a notepad out? I'm stalling. Get your notepad. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Daryl Hammond, Norm McDonald. Remember, Daryl Hammond thought that he was getting the gig full time. It right, was like that it was forever. After like the Colonel went away as a character for a long time. Then it would be the first line time. of his obituary. And then he came back and said, <laughs> hey, I'm back. I'm the Colonel. And then the actor, Daryl Hammond, was very bummed and felt like he got a very raw deal when uh, Norm MacDonald took over the role. And of course, the campaign was immediately a meta campaign. Norm MacDonald is watching television and he sees Daryl Hammond doing the Colonel. He says, that's not the real Colonel. I am. Then Jim Gaffigan replaces Norm MacDonald. George Hamilton plays the, I believe, extra crispy yes. colonel. Rob Riggle plays the football Sunday colonel who's always yelling. He's like a coach. Um, Vincent Kartheiser, am I saying his name right? I think that's right, yeah. Uh, he played Pete Campbell from Mad Men. He plays a rockabilly, like 1960s era rockabilly. Um, I don't want to tip my hand, but that's a pretty hot colonel. Yeah, it's a pretty hot colonel. So is this one, my friend. A Billy Zane... Oh, Billy Zane. Rob Unfortunately, Lowe. it is modern day Billy Zane, not 1990s Billy Zane. Oh, I didn't know there was a difference. Zane. Okay. Well, I mean, I always thought he was just generally an attractive man. He is. I mean, no no argument. Rob Lowe plays an astronaut colonel who's going to go to the moon. Reba McIntyre. Actually, well, I, we got to play that one. That's yeah. a really funny one. Reba McIntyre. Uh, also, the only other woman, Pam Poofy. Who is also not a real person, <laughs> but also another fictional character. Is a character on the show Archer. They had a tie-in with Archer. Um, and Pam Poofy uh, is is the other female colonel. Uh Christopher Boyer, who uh, who who is Christopher Boyer again? 
I told you not to include this one because I said no one knows who that is. Oh, that's right. He His whole thing is he's the value colonel who says, we're not going to be spending any more money on these big name actors. I'm the colonel now. And then his, Wayne and Knight walks in I from see. Seinfeld fame and he says, get out of here. We can't afford you. Uh, <laughs> you can't afford speaking, Wayne Knight. I mean, yeah, right. some offense, Wayne Knight. Speaking of Seinfeld, this might be the only TV show that has two colonels. Jason Alexander also played a colonel. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, Dolph Ziggler, who's a wrestler. I don't think that was a commercial, but they actually had some event where oh, right. Dolph Ziggler wrestled as the colonel, I think. Ray Liotta was a colonel. I totally missed that one. Uh, Sean Astin, who played Rudy, is in like a sequel Among to Among many other Rudy roles too. for which he's famous. The guy who played the mountain on, uh, on Game of Thrones Played the colonel, a strongman colonel, in some foreign commercial that I found. Um, His name is Hofgor Julius Bjornsson. There you go. And um, there was the colonel who danced with Mrs. Butterworth in their chicken and waffles commercial. That's a lesser-known actor uh, named Craig Fleming. And then, of course, the big news this week was Mario Lopez will be playing the role of the colonel in a... Basically, it's just a, a media grab publicity stunt. <laughs> You're so mad that but, it's not a real thing. You know, like, no, I'm not mad it's not a real thing. It's just like all KFC does with this campaign is create fake things right. just to but they did get like a, people to talk about it. A teaser it. fake Lifetime movie thing with Mario Lopez and like a, it's called like a recipe for romance or yes, something. Yes, and it is going to be a show like it's like, hey, Lifetime is partnered up and we have a KFC uh, Lifetime movie, but it's a 15-minute short that will yeah, be Yeah, you're not going to be able to like develop Sunday. a whole... Yeah. Plot line in 15 minutes. Oh, and then honestly, I, I just heard this on the other podcast I was listening to, which implies I was listening to this podcast, which I wasn't. Um, but I was listening <laughs> to a podcast that wasn't this one, and they mentioned that um, the 15 minutes after the Colonel uh, show, there's another 15 minute short, I think also with Mario Lopez, no joke, called Feliz Navidad. <laughs> so anyway, He's Mario really, Lopez is in the mix too. Yeah, I mean, with with the like they rebooted Saved by the Bell, which I'm sure you've heard about. Um, oh right, I did hear with about like that, yeah. the Next Generation, right? And uh, he's, I believe, in it as the you know oh. as an elder statesman. Okay, gotcha. So he's having a real moment. What was the? Let me go back to this one. What was the Jason Alexander? Oh, this is the one where it's like a, a it's like a sitcom called What's for Dinner, and you have like a traditional sitcom family and a laugh track, and Jason Alexander comes in with a huge tray of uh, various oh, right. chicken meals you can get, but his arms are comically long giving him the ability to carry this comically long tray. I forgot all about dinner. Did someone say KFC has four ways to feed a family for only 20 bucks? Original recipe, extra crispy, boneless, and tenders. Silence, chicken lovers! It's finger-licking good. Silence, chicken lovers. You really hear the Jason Alexander of that line. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I love Jason Alexander. That's such a waste of his talents because there's so much going on there. There's so many directions that they're trying to get the joke to go it's like it's the the parody of the the three camera sitcom happening the laugh tra or you know the or the live studio audience with the mm -hmm. laughs or the laugh track there's the arms thing like this the weird the weirdness of his arms holding this tray and then he lifts up his arms and the tray doesn't move which is kind of funny but like it just doesn't play in it like, doesn't play in that's lean what I mean. into the joke about the sitcom but Pick that's a not a, that's not a sitcom joke that's what i'm saying like you they only have 15 seconds here why yeah, are you trying to bite that much it's off? super short you have jason alexander who's a major talent who can do so much and it just feels to me like it's just a lot of mishmash yeah so I'll, I'm going to let you go first. Now, we were talking before the show, like, you know, when you play the old MASH game, you're kind of choosing a spouse. But we decided we're not necessarily going to choose a spouse. We can choose whomever we want to live with. This right. person's going to live with us in the fencing house or the ant house. And then we can elaborate and, and decide for ourselves what the nature of the relationship is. Have you been kind of circling around any of these or do you need to watch any of them? I need to, to see remind a couple. Yourself? I need to see a couple to re refresh my memory. I want to see the Jim Gaffigan one. Okay, so this is Jim Gaffigan. He was the one who came in third after Norm MacDonald. And then that's, this is when we realized, oh, it wasn't just 
they switched horses midstream by going to Hammond to McDonald, but they were going to make a whole thing of this. In this one, you have Jim Gaffigan busting into the headquarters, like the offices of KFC, where some ad execs are already having a meeting about who the next KFC colonel is going to be. Good morning, baby. Good morning. Oh, no, colonel. I to let you take away KFC's Nashville hot chicken with its delicious, spicy, smoky flavor. Well, it was always just a limited time offer, Colonel. Uh, well, uh, no more Nashville hot chicken, no more Colonel. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? It's not like you can find another Colonel, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then they gesture to over his shoulder where they're already planning on who the next Colonel should be. And who do we see on there? We see uh, Ellen, I think I saw a dog. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't recognize the rest of those people. I think they're all famous, though, except for maybe the dog. Oh, that's Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah, for but sure. they're they're a very they're a very uh, motley crew. The, um, oh, I know who this person. But is Motley right Crew isn't up there. But Motley Crew is not actually up there. So anyway, uh, he sees that they're already planning this. Really? I mean. I haven't even been doing it that long. <laughs> he just goes into <laughs> he just Gaffigan. Slips into regular Gaffigan. That's a good ad. So, okay, could you handle? See, that raises a question. In this universe, Gaffigan, it's, there it's is very a thin meta. line between Gaffigan yeah. and the Colonel. That puts him in the top top three for me. So I need you to... actually do get a multiple personality kind of thing. But that's him, a little huh? that's scary in its own right. You don't get to choose when he's Gaffigan right. and when he's uh, the Colonel. I want to see. Um, Vincent Cartizer. Okay, so this is the this is a very quick one. Again, this is Pete Campbell from um, Mad Men, but in this one you only see him on TV. And the whole the whole uh, conceit of these, there were a couple of them. He's just singing on TV or on a record player, and it's the young girls who are just going crazy for him, like Beatlemania style. And again, he's kind of got this rockabilly sensibility, and there's these three like teenage girls who are crying in front of the TV watching him play. It's KFC's Nashville Colonels! I don't get enough about his personality. It's hard to say. He's the hottest colonel. Again, more than Zane. Well, huh? let's see Billy let's Zane. Let's see Zane. So Zane was like the golden colonel. <laughs> this, this one might have even been a Super Bowl commercial. I put gold on my legs, my thighs, my tenders. <laughs> <laughs> so I should mention he's painted completely gold in this, and he's talking directly to the to the um, camera. But in the background, we see the Rob Riggle uh, <laughs> version of the colonel, who's like kind of getting jealous and trying to steal the show. And eventually, he will just try to tackle um, Billy Zane. I put gold on my legs, my thighs, my tenders. Football! Seriously? Dang! New KFC Georgia Gold Honey Mustard Barbecue. Ah! It's finger licking gold. He's he's made of gold, so Riggle just bounces right off of him. That's right. I love Billy Zane, the actor. I think that in a house in which I'm already living with a lot of aunts who are very mm. vocal about their opinions, living with a man, whatever the nature of our relationship, who is made of gold and gold colored. It's just a lot, you know? It just it feels a like a lot. And also, do you think that, like, he's claiming that he's made of gold, but really it is gold body paint? And is he leaving gold body paint all over the house? I think he's really made of gold because okay. of the way Riggle bounced off of him. Yeah, and then there's a lot of, like, explaining you have to do. It's just confusing. Yeah. I mean, on the other hand, maybe, you know. What? Like, is are his is he shedding gold all the time? Oh, I mean, is okay. it like an income oh, source? Oh, an income source. Oh, interesting. Do you know um, about that guy who makes a living by just like walking around the jewelry district, like of New York, where like all the like the the Orthodox Jewish like gold uh, jewelry like and gem stores, uh, are? stores are no, like they're the dealers basically, okay. like the, de- the dealer you know district of New York. Uh-huh. There's a guy who like. He just like combs the streets of that part of town, finding like teen like gold links that have fallen off of chains and things because so much gold is coming and jewels are coming in and out of that oh. area of town that he is able to like amass, uh, you know, not like um, he's not like a millionaire or anything, but he's able to amass like some significant income. He's able to make it worth his while to pick up from the street 
little bits of gold That's and amazing. jewels. Yes. Does he have one of those metal detectors? I don't know how he does it. I just remember reading about, um, I forget where I read about it, but I read that he that this was his, his way of making a living. It was really interesting. That'd be a fun retirement. Yeah. Okay, so Reba McIntyre. Let's give some credit to her. I don't know if I had seen this before or not. I, I remember seeing headlines that Reba was a was a colonel, and I think this was a special uh, campaign that coincided with the Country Music Awards, oh, which probably. she might have even been hosting or appearing on. So here we are in a honky-tonk saloon, and the colonel is performing. And, and I know what you're thinking. You're thinking Reba McIntyre, the first female colonel. Well, she would have you believe otherwise if you listen to her lyrics. I'm Colonel Sanders, the same as always. Absolutely nothing's changed. Oh, please ignore me like this, you famous country singers. I'm definitely not a woman. So the people are dancing, it's getting chaotic, police come in because people are swinging each other around and breaking things, but then the police start line dancing. I gotta say, Genevieve, every now and then this comes up on the show, advertising works. Yes. Like, I want some chicken <laughs> so bad right now. Yeah, I mean, advertising works uh, for fast food, especially because we're always two seconds away from wanting fried chicken. Yes. Who is this, by the way, uh, near the beginning of this commercial, so Reba is performing on stage and she takes off her cowboy hat and flings it into the audience and it lands on another famous country star. And I want to say, is it a Judd? Uh, you know, it, I'm so embarrassed to say I don't know. Um, it is a famous country star and I don't know who it is. I think she might be a Judd. It could be a Judd. You might be a Judd if you appear in a KFC commercial. Uh, sorry, we'll move on from that. Um, <laughs> the Pam Poovey commercial, the other woman uh, who plays the the colonel, you really don't want to include this, do you? You I, Did I just see your face grimace because she's a cartoon character? No. You don't accept her? I accept her. So in this one, you don't actually hear I mean, hear I think it's going to be her. complicated logistically for you to live together. We'll see. Um, so in this one, we see Pam Poovey... Um, who's dressed up like the colonel, and she's in some sort of a, 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 a interrogation room, right? And is that Krieger she's interrogating? The well, he's, Krieger's in the room with her, yeah. Yes, and, and she's trying to get him to talk by slowly eating this delicious sandwich in front of him. Why are you doing this to me? Okay, I see what you're trying to do. I just... I... I can't. I really, really want to, but... If I tell you, I'm literally not figuratively dead. It was our turn. Cool, thanks. Before you die, you should really try one of these sandwiches. They're freaking amazing. Archer is brought to you by the new KFC Zinger Sandwich. What do you think? I mean, it doesn't do it for me. I think I'm leaning towards Pam. You're leaning toward Pam. I don't. Do you? I don't think you know. I think I gotta have. <laughs> I kind of have a crush on Pam Poovey, I think. She's a very she's a very sexual character. Yes. Certainly. I mean she's In a in a show uh in which almost all the characters are <laughs> yeah. very sexual. Yes. She is unusually sexual. <laughs> she is um uh, uh, uh what's the word I'm looking for? She is un uh, I, I don't know even how to say it. There's no bottom to her horniness, I would say. Um, that's not how I wanted to say that sentence, by the way. But I just, if I kept struggling to come up with the words. Um, so, I mean, and again, we can, you know, I, I would live with her as man and wife. Okay. I think. All right. Like, that would be kind of fun for me. Because, again, I don't want roommates, necessarily. Like, I don't want to, like, just, like, hang out with Sean Astin and have to, like, Hope that he doesn't leave his dishes in the sink. <laughs> I see. You know what I mean? If I'm in a relationship it's with Pam like Poovey, more... I'll do her dishes, you know. I see. Okay. But I don't want to, like, deal with, like, Ray Liotta's bullshit, which, <laughs> by the way, it is some bullshit. I don't remember seeing this one in the wild. This is very strange. Ray Liotta sitting behind the colonel's desk. 
um, you know, kind of in, in the, the kind of classic uh, like a dark CEO's wood yeah, den kind of thing um, with busts behind him. And he's advertising two different kinds of chicken from KFC, but there's just one of them. But he's literally like turning to different cameras as if he has a split personality. Howdy, folks. I'm here to tell you about KFC's Honey Mustard Barbecue, Georgia Gold. No, tell them about Nashville Hot. Who said that? Nashville Hot. I will wash your mouth out with sweet and tangy chicken. Try it. You go prove it. Georgia Gold. Nashville Hot. 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 What have I become? <laughs> Try both. Georgia Gold That's- and Nashville Hot. That's a no for me, dog, on that. Yeah, (laughs) I cannot have that in my house. No, no. Jason Alexander, um, the not famous guy. I assume you don't want him. Let me see Daryl Hammond, and then I'll make my choice. Okay, Daryl Hammond was the original, and I think this is the very first commercial. And again, he, he, the actor, was really hurt when he learned that they weren't sticking with him. Because remember, he said, like, they took me out to the estate, and, like, I spent days (laughs) learning about it. It's amazing. We played that tape on the show a long time ago. And my favorite thing about it is he was on a radio show. It was like an... Opie and I think it's either Opie or Anthony, whatever version of that is. And he was guest number one, not talking about KFC. And then Gaffigan came in as the next guest. And they had one of those cool, like what I like and about like kind of talk radio is they just had them both on the mic for a second as they were kind of um, trading. Uh, I think that maybe they said to Gaffigan, hey, want to stick around? And that's when he like made some snide remark about him taking over the colonel. And then they like... a surprise to everybody in the room just got into this, wait, what? And he told the whole story about how he felt totally burned by yeah. the KFC people. Here was the original commercial that he thought was going to like really uh, establish him as the new Buy colonel for, for decades to come. Howdy, folks. It's me, Colonel Sanders. <coughs> I've been going for a while, and boy, howdy, have things changed. Nowadays, you've got your International Space Station, your double-sided tape, your cargo pants. You seen these pants? That's too many pockets. But what you don't always seem to have these days is my Kentucky Fried Chicken. Well, I'm here to change that, folks. I'm here to make sure my chicken's still as tasty and delicious as it ever was. I'm Colonel Sanders. And I'm back, America. (laughs) I'm back, America! You can tell he really committed to the yeah. role in a way that none of the other actors did. And then Norm MacDonald in the next commercial totally blindsides him. We see a television set that is playing that commercial that we just saw. Yeah, they did him dirty. And then we saw Norm MacDonald's character react to it. Howdy, folks. It's me, Colonel Sanders. <laughs> hey, that's not the real Colonel Sanders. I'm the real Colonel Sanders. This is how you sell chicken. <laughs> I love it when he says, I'm the real Colonel Sanders, and then he just shrugs at the camera. <laughs> he says it in without any Southern accent. He says it in full Norm MacDonald just voice. Like, eh, whatever. Just whatever. We're just cash and checks that here. That is great. I love it. So th- those are the first three. We kind of played them out of order. George Hamilton, he just plays extra crispy because he's, he's so tan. tan, and he plays like a lounge singing lounge singing uh, uh, colonel with a golden microphone. Rob Riggle is very shouty. Billy Zane, we heard Rob Lowe's going to space. That was an extra layer I think we didn't need. Yeah, there's Sean Astin. Sean Astin, Rudy, and not a lot going on there. I'm ready to make my decision. Is it the mountain? Yeah, it's the mountain. Is it Mario Lopez? No, none of my furniture can support the mountain. I'm going to have to get all new furniture. All right, what is it? I'm excited. I'm going Gaffigan. Gaffigan. Yeah. Okay. I don't mind. I, I was kind of hoping you were going to go with Hammond because I just think it would mean a lot to him. Well, I'm sorry. It was it was a little too crusty for me. Yeah, it was. And that laugh he did, yeah. that like smoker's it's laugh, is not great. Yeah. yeah. All right. Who are you doing? I, uh, I, Pam. Yeah, Pam. And we're we're going to be a couple. All right. I don't know if you're okay well, with that. What about you? We're and, already living in different homes, so yeah. I guess it was inevitable that we weren't going to last. What about you and Gaffigan? What's the status of your relationship? You know, um, TBD. Well, you moved in together, so you moved in together as what? 
Uh, right now we're just uh, colocatures, as they say in France. Oh my God. This is the third time I've heard this today. Genevieve's <laughs> learning French, so she keeps on showing off. So it's you and Gaffigan living in the um, ant house. In the ant house. I'm in the fencing house with Pam. Right. Who's a cartoon. Who's a cartoon. Yeah, she's a cartoon, but I mean, yeah, but it's like a Roger Rabbity kind of world in this case. Okay. I mean, don't get caught up on that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. excited for my new life. Yeah, okay, I know. This is very, I'm very excited <laughs> for my new life. So now we, we don't have four categories. We only have three. Yeah. So we've we've established where we're going to live and whom we're going to live with. Yep. Now, and I don't even know these commercials that you've set up here. Which is your Skittles pet? That's right. Skittles has had, over the years, a number of ads that uh, feature some... Uh, you know, a disturbing sort of animal or animal adjacent characters. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start with the Skittles giraffe. Now, this one I do remember. This is a weird one. Well, this is one of those weird Skittles right, commercials. Exactly. As opposed to this one is, the by dumb. the way, the least weird one. And this is, I don't remember if there's more to it than this, but I know that there's like kind of a Rastafarian guy on a beach mm-hmm. who's milking a giraffe. Right. And and out of the giraffe's udders is coming Skittles, and they're like tinging into the um, the bucket below. Right? That's correct. Is anything else to set this up? I think that's about it. <laughs> oh, the giraffe eats from like a cotton candy rainbow. Right. <laughs> Discover the. That's rainbow. it. That's it, boy. But seeing a big metal bucket full of Skittles. Yeah. After the chicken, I'm having that for dessert. I also think like a giraffe, even a regular one that mm. doesn't, you know, milk Skittles. That'd be it's... so hard to take care of. I mean, where are you, I keep, where are you keeping the giraffe? In the yard. The backyard. You, well, you do have some ants who can help you take care of it. I got some ants. I got a gaffigan who's going to take that care kinda of it. That kind of helps, doesn't it? You have a whole bunch of ants. Whole they're going to complain crew. about the giraffe, but they're going to love the giraffe. Oh, they're going to love it. Yeah. We're going to have Skittles for days. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying what my decision is, but I'm just saying like giraffe is not a deal breaker. Do you think that we're both eating a lot of fried chicken in this scenario? Oh, I hope so. Or is like the, is. Skittles and fried chicken? Is the colonel kind of sick of eating fried chicken all the time though? He doesn't seem like he's sick of it. No, I don't think so. He seems like so. he's really into it. Yeah. Pam seems really into it too. Yeah. Um, okay. So now there was a rabbit. I vaguely remember this one too, because. This was in a... I had forgotten about this until you reminded me of it before the show. I gave you some quiz. You had to guess what animal was making a noise or something. I don't even remember the shit I do on the show anymore. Yeah, we, you did a, a show where I had to guess whether it was a cat, a rabbit, or... Um, Spam? Or some other animal that yeah, was Yeah, it sounds like talking. I really have a I think a it was a dog, a cat, I? or a rabbit. You can really tell when we decide on a show topic the day of, <laughs> and I'm in charge of it. It's like, I don't know, one of these three things. Yes. Um but this is a singing rabbit that makes a terrible noise, right? right? So this guy trades his uh, trades a pack of Skittles for this singing rabbit, but then comes to regret his choice. That's the rabbit. <laughs> so here comes the Skittles. They, they trade. The trade. He takes the rabbit home. It's the middle of a night. <laughs> he can't sleep. He takes the rabbit back outside, tries to return it to the guy, but he's just sitting there eating his Skittles. <laughs> oh, then it bites the guy and it runs away. So that's probably best for everybody, though, by yes. the way, that ending. Like, nobody wants the singing rabbit. The rabbit probably doesn't want to be in captivity. That's why it runs away. Yeah. And the other guy just gave up a bag of Skittles. Like, he can afford another dollar twenty-five. Let's hope. Let's hope. He doesn't seem like the smart, sharpest knife in the drawer. Wow. So now I have to choose between... That rabbit is annoying. Yeah, I mean, there's no I way you want the rabbit. That. But on the, the rabbit hand, is like if you get the bad choice in the mash note. I don't... Like, honestly, like, I understand, like... Uh, giraffes or kangaroos, as I almost called them, <laughs> for some reason, they both have no. A's in them. But like giraffes, like I, like 
I don't want to deal with that noise of the rabbit, but I do not want to be cleaning up giraffe dung. Like, I just think the giraffe is going to be way more work than you think. Unless it shit Skittles, too. I in bet which it case, does. Yeah, but then am I eating poop Skittles? I don't know. No, I'm not. Well, I'm still... And I will only eat Skittles that come out of an animal's udders. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's more normal. Yeah. Um, I'm definitely going giraffe over singing rabbit. Okay. I feel and like then... singing rabbit is like the booby prize here. All right. And then... Um, Although we haven't gotten to sheep hybrid or cloud yet. Yeah. What is the sheep one? Um, okay. So we have... Oh, no. Two... I, just saw, I just saw a visual of this. This is terrible. Two uh, beings. They look like sheep, but they have the head of men. And they are eating Skittles off of a stump out in a field. I don't think... Have we talked about this? No. This I've never even seen it before. Really upsetting. Mm. These new Smoothie Mix Skittles are delicious. I know. Two different flavors blended together in each one. How can they blend together two things as different as an orange and a mango? It's unbelievable. What about peach pear? A peach blended together with a pear? Now that's an unusual combination. <laughs> you, you two sheep boys, stop that jibber jabbing. <laughs> Blend the Wait, rainbow. Why doesn't the farm Takes want him to talk? Or the farmer doesn't want his sheep boys to talk to each other? I guess not. Why not? What a mean farmer. I, I don't. You want to rescue the sheep? Boys. I don't like the. Who look. rescued who? I don't. <laughs> I like to think my sheep boy rescued me. <laughs> I'm going definitely what sheep. What kind of sheep boy do you have? It's a rescue. It's a rescue. It was being abused on a farm. Oh, my And I took God. it one day when I the farmer say, wasn't looking. These are really creepy creatures. I don't They're think I want to live with them. But I do feel kind of shitty that they have to live with this abusive farmer. Yeah. I'm do not I have a- to take them both? No, you can you can stay. You can have one. But if I'm Although, gonna save one, that's then I'm just taking wrong. the other one's friend away. Yeah. I feel Probably, like what's the? I feel like, I feel it's, like we gotta take them. What's both. the margin on taking the second one? And you, you know? already have a house that's crawling with ants. You have right. a pretty busy house already. Two more people will be. I feel like you. They're not people, Andrew. Sorry, the They're sheep, sheep boys. boys. But I feel like in a certain way, choosing the ant house early on really helped you because you have a lot of extra hands. Right. Because you're gonna have to clean up these guys' poo too. Uh, yeah, I mean, they don't have hands, so probably. Well, we didn't really see what kind of hands they have. Well, I think they have hooves. They do have hooves. Yeah, it behooves them they, because they're eating off of a stump with their mouths, yeah, with their faces. So, like, their hands. I don't think they have digits. Oof. Okay, so now what is this cloud? Thing? Okay, so there are two. The cloud is like a recurring character in the Skittles verse. Did you know about this? No, um, but it's the first one is a. It's an old woman. And she is walking a like a big cloud. It looks like a big pile of cotton, basically. It looks like a vape vape cloud. <laughs> well, it's, it's sort of it's sort of solid looking. Yeah. Sort of like a, it looks like corporeal. And she's walking it out. She's taking it out for a walk, and it's floating along at the end of a leash. Okay. Should I take a listen to this? Sure. Come on, that's enough. She pets that's it. A good cloud. There you go. And it rains Skittles. Whoa. Okay, so she pets the cloud and starts raining these Skittles all over the ground. I love the sound of this. Like, again, hearing the Skittles <laughs> makes me want to eat Skittles. Hey, little lady. Can I Here. pet your cloud, please? Okay. Oh, it's so soft and fluffy. Okay, so like kind of a slacker, hipstery guy, a long, gangly guy comes up and says, can I pet your cloud? And now as he pets it, it looks like it's turning into a storm cloud. Do I have that right? That's right. Okay. Oh, it's so soft and fluffy. Whoa. Easy. And it zaps him with lightning. He doesn't like to be touched there. Well, let's go home, Freddy. (laughs) Pet the rainbow! At the end, he's just eating Skittles off the ground. But he's been seriously electrocuted. He's been seriously electrocuted. And then we see the the cloud has another uh, episode where she takes it to the vet. Okay. Uh, Or the cloud vet, I guess. Or the cloud vet. It sounds a little under the weather. How is his appetite? Not good. I have just a thing for him. This should do the trick. So you give it a big shot with a multicolored syringe. Good boy. Good boy. Good boy. Nurse the rainbow. So the cloud returns to full health, becomes nice, white, fluffy again, and 
just rains its skittles all over the, the place. The vet is very creepy. Yeah, the vet is creepy, but I don't have to live with the vet. No, you don't have to live with the vet. Um, I take Cloud, 100% Cloud. You're going to deprive this old woman of her pet companion? This is the only cloud in the. This is the only cloud in the world. Have you ever heard of another one? When was this made? This was made in 2014. What you think she got COVID? I don't think she's around anymore, or maybe <gasps> she's not living in a place where she can have pet clouds. That is very dark. She's just probably needs a little bit of assistance Andrew in her later to, life. Andrew wants to take uh, an old woman's only companion, her Skittles cloud, Freddie. Are you gonna change its name too? Probably. They probably can't even tell that's their name, can they? Uh, probably name it Cloudy. I'm taking Sheep Boys. I'm going to name it Cloudy with a chance of Skittles. <laughs> you know what's upsetting? You know what's sad about Sheep Boys, though? They don't, everything? They don't make... Yeah, everything. They don't make Skittles. Everything else, I think... Uh, oh, you're right. Well, the giraffe. rabbit doesn't... The rabbit is the worst. The yeah. giraffe makes Skittles and the cloud makes Skittles. Yeah, I'm taking the cloud 100%. I think I'm going giraffe. I don't think I'm changing I have my to, answer. I don't think I have to worry about... What was your original answer? I said sheep boys. Sheep boys. But I'm going to go giraffe. I feel terrible for the sheep boys. I want to be I want to be yeah. straightforward with you on that. Maybe the kindest answer is sheep boys. But I will tell you this. In this world, I've set up my life, me and Pam. Yeah. We run a small You're business. Very maybe. No, we're still going to help the sheep boys. We're not going to bring them in, but we're not going to forget either. And we're going to get somebody on the case. Well, easy, easy to say. So to recap. You and your cartoon bride. Me and my cartoon bride <laughs> are living in a beautiful house. Right. We have a bit of a fencing problem with sure. the neighbors, but they're constantly totally, getting in your grill. Totally, uh, we can deal. And with sometimes that. No they're problem. getting on your grill. Sometimes they're getting on my grill. Exactly, that is a problem. But I, I think that that can be worked out, um, and I think I can put up with the fencing problems. Um, and uh, me and Pam have a, a, a friendly cloud that is now back to full health and ready to rain skittles on us at any time. Well, me and my aunts live in a big, beautiful house with Colonel Gaffigan, mm -hmm. who is sort of a hybrid of the Colonel and Jim Gaffigan. Mm -hmm. um, and we have a an amazing giraffe that we all love and we all have a rota for taking care of. And we have a constant stream of Skittles in our home. And what is the status of your relationship with Colonel Gaffigan? We're working on it. <laughs> Everybody's talking at me I don't hear words saying Only the echoes of my mind Well, our... That was very fun, Andrew. That and was I, fun. I, I enjoyed uh, yeah. coming up with our fantasy match that was life. Good. More games on the show. <laughs> is that, like was that a game per se? Um, our first bit of feedback is from listener Amber, uh, who is new. Welcome, Amber. Uh, she says, I'm new here, but I want to spread awareness about this pretty old uh, but rad New Zealand PSA about drunk driving. As previously discussed here, New Zealand kills it in the PSA game. No lie. Uh, and this is no exception. Um, also, as a native, uh, so she is a Kiwi, I very much oh. appreciate that the, the cast appears to all be indigenous uh, Maori, uh, Maori. Am I saying that right? I'm not sure. Uh, so cheers. Um, yeah, so this is an ad uh, to, or PSA uh, to promote uh, stopping your friends from drunk driving, your mates from drunk driving. <laughs> okay. I will say that um, I love it too. And, and I do, I agree, the cast all appear to be uh, indigenous. I have a little bit of a trouble trouble with the accent because it's mm. so thick mm. and so as a non uh non new zealander it's it can it might be especially hard for you if you're listening to this uh so we might we might need to sort of like um subtitle it'll, it'll be like that that christmas ad we talked about a year or so ago where the where santa couldn't understand Oh, right, I think it was right, an ad right. for like New Zealand Airlines or whatever their national airline is. And he keeps bringing the wrong toys because he yeah, can't understand. Because the kids' New Zealand accent is so thick. Um, so it may be a little tricky to hear this, but it's very cute. The, the story is, um, it's sort of the internal monologue of this guy who's at a party. And this party, by the way, is bananas. It's mm -hmm. like, it's a very sort of rough and tumble party. It's not it's like... New Zealand, my friend. Yes. It's not like the way you might see a very sanitized kind of looking party in you know a, a, an american ad um this is like it's pretty kind of like it's in someone's you know fairly low rent apartment and it's kind of like messy and and rowdy um so as the as it's getting pretty rowdy the the main character who we see uh 
is watching his friend get drunker and drunker and is thinking is imagining to himself whether what will happen to him if he tells his friend not to drive home or what you know what would happen if his friend does drive home um and so why don't we try to hit play there oh no george is driving he's too wasted i should say something but i could look dumb in front of monique bro monique says you're dumb but if he crashes, I'll have to live with his family. Okay, so he says, I'll look dumb in front of Monique if I can confront my friend right. about drunk driving. Monique is a girl he likes. Right. And then what happens after that? Some... If I if I, if he crashes, I'll have to live with his family. I'm not sure why oh, he would okay. have to live with his family, but he flashes, he imagines himself sitting at this table with their with the his friend's family while they have to while they do puzzles. Okay. Monique. Bro, Monique says you're dumb. But if he crashes, I'll have to live with his family. Puzzle time. And if he dies, Prince George will haunt me forever. If he dies, George will haunt me forever. Okay, now we see him walking down the street with the ghost of his friend, just like hanging out with him. Yeah. Grab a chip. Want a chip? You know I can't grab your ghost chips. (laughs) You know I can't grab your ghost chips. Spacehead. What are you doing, bro? Now they're back at the party. And his friend asks him, what are you doing? Because he's sort of daydreaming. Okay. What are you doing, bro? Oh, I've been internalizing a really complicated situation in my head. <laughs> what are you on about? I don't think you should drive. Nah. Nah, you're too drunk, bro. You just crash here. Yeah, just crash here. Okay. <laughs> Stop a mate from driving drunk. Legend. That's so good. Isn't it great? I, I've been internalizing I've been internalizing a complicated, a really complicated situation. situation. <laughs> I love it. That is so good. You heard I almost started doing accents, and I'm like, I can't do any accents, let alone this. And Amber's listening. I know. Uh yeah, Amber, I hope we uh I'm I apologize for our terrible uh Kiwi accents if we ever do them but um, I love that and I'd never seen it before I, I wonder how old that is uh, but it's really great and it's definitely it feels so authentic and mm-hmm. unique to a place and to a people and and just and just a little leg- window in a culture and legit funny like I just feel like PSAs over here that are trying to reach young people are trying oh, too hard so hard what was the other PSA that was New Zealand or, or Australia maybe that's the other one that um, Amber is referring to it was the um the porn stars yeah it was porn stars but what was the point of it consent it it was consent right it wasn't even safe sex it was imagine consent imagine even if if we even had a culture here that celebrated consent right i mean that would be a great start and it was just such a good commercial it was just good and funny and not like this is the truth campaign and we're gonna be spinning some truth your way look how young we are it's awful yeah it's just awful every time i see the um the anti-smoking truth campaign here. I'm just so embarrassed for everybody yeah. involved. You're also protein smoking, so I guess it's... <laughs> protein smoking. <laughs> I just think it's a personal choice. Yeah. Um, all right, what else we got? Um, this is from listener Catherine, and this is the one I think is going to be very upsetting for you, Oh, Mr. so Monk. you think it'll be upsetting to me. Catherine didn't think it was Catherine be... does not find it upsetting. Does she think it's going to be upsetting to me? She didn't say that. So she oh, made a... my impression was that she was sending this in thinking like, sorry, Andrew. No, 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 no. She says, this Benjamin Moore pandemic ad is oddly soothing, and I love the audio. They have a really top-notch Foley artist. Ooh, well, I like that. And I've seen this ad a lot on television, but because, you know... It's so funny what things rise to your attention. I've seen it a hundred times. It never struck me as particularly noteworthy either way. So I'm interested to hear it from her perspective. Okay. This is for paint. And it talks about how your walls take a beating from like your kids drawing on them and all kinds of stuff happening to them. Um, so give them some paint. Yeah, it looks like I'm just to set it up here. It looks like it begins with like a little kid literally drawing on the, the wall with a marker. And then we start seeing people's feet kicking the wall and scuffing it all up. Do I have that right? Yep. Okay. If these walls could talk, they'd cry uncle. They didn't plan to become offices or yoga studios. Oh, dirty feet in the yoga But they've stood by us. Even when we got a little stir-crazy. Dogs scratching up the paint for that, the door. They deserve some thanks. You really can hear that paint going on, though. They deserve Benjamin Moore. Yeah. That sound of the paint roller. You don't think of painting as something 
Audio. fun or relaxing but you hear that and actually it's very boy that's really good but you don't you weren't upset by the feet in your face there is a very gross shot of like the soles of somebody's feet as she's doing yoga and it looks like the feet might be dirty I could be wrong about that but I didn't love that but generally speaking I thought you meant it was just going to trigger me because of just like drawing on walls and scratching up like I that stuff <laughs> does bother me around this house I try to keep it clean but like there are several places I can list right now where I know the cats <laughs> you like can to list them right yeah where the, the right uh, on the bathroom door jam um and on the upstairs door jam and then I think there's one place in the kitchen where the cats like to like rub their heads or whatever and there's like these darkened areas on our white paint that just drives me crazy I'm going to go clean it right now can you finish the show <laughs> Uh, well, we could always repaint it. We could. Let's start with some Mrs. Meyer, see if we can clean it up a little bit. Um, we're also gross, by the way. It's not just the cats. We have white-painted um, handrails going up our little staircase. And every now and then in the broad daylight, I'll look down at it and I'll say, how did I not notice that this has just been hand-grimed up? Yeah, I mean, you know, we're we're grimy, we're grimy people, yeah, grimy creatures. Are. All right, we need to get out of here, but I do not want to leave without talking about this commercial, which, thank you, listener Bill, for bringing it up, uh, has also been in the news, um, and it would it feels like we'd be very remiss to not talk about this because it got so much ink. Um, this is an ad for Match.com. It was created by Ryan Reynolds and his production company, Maximum Effort, and he's really been everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he's one of those... He's the rare, you know, actor famous person who seems to have some actual talent outside of his you know like some being good at business and good at um marketing and so like his yeah you know, like he's he's the mint mobile guy he's the aviation gin guy aviation is his company right because yeah. he sells own gin but like and it's one of those things like oh another another actor right. is gonna be like is gonna be selling their booze and he's gonna be the creative director of the company mm-hmm. like Ma- heavy, heavy scare quotes on that but right. no i think but Ryan, he really does like he's making some very viral shit like yeah. it always makes the news so his talent seems very real to me and um and this is a, a great example of of what he is capable of. Um, and I don't know how much his personal touch was on this. I don't think he's the actor in it. Um, but it's a really funny joke. It's um, it's a little movie. It's like a minute and a half. Um, and we can just sort of scrub through it here if you want. But it's... I haven't seen it, so I wouldn't mind just watching it. Yeah, why don't you it? just watch it? We'll talk through it. It starts 11 months ago in hell. And the devil is looking... And it's like a, it's like a devil, like a, like a big traditional muscular devil fully red mm. big horns you know mm-hmm. like the devil devil mm-hmm. the devil you know almost like a uh, almost a hellboyish thing if it's kind horns of a hellboy quality yeah very off. very much like that so okay. so this is like you know traditional devil um gets a match on his on his cell on his phone for match.com and he's sort of intrigued so he comes up to earth You're a match. He's very intrigued. He's standing under a bridge in the rain. Hi. Two zero. Two zero. Please. Call me 2020. They're immediately drawn to each other. So the woman represents 2020. Right. So where are you from? Hell. Me too. Call me or save me. I've been feeling so alone. She's feeding him, like, peppers and other horrible foods in empty stadiums. Very romantically. They go to gyms that are closed to everybody else. Watching movies that no one else can go to. She goes into a public bathroom and steals all the toilet paper. She's trying to pull him into a church at one point. This is they, really they well They stand directed. in front of a dumpster fire and take for a selfies. Selfie. I just don't want this year to end. Who would? <laughs> they, as, as they watch meteors streak through the sky to plunge into the earth. That's great. Isn't that great? And that's, that's a great. that's a uh, like a. A new version of an old Taylor Swift song that she uh, uh, that she like released for this ad. Can I just say that my uh, favorite thing so far about this though might be the comment that was left 
on uh, YouTube underneath this top comment left two days ago. Somebody wrote, just deleted Tinder. Now, from now on, I will only be ignored on Match. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Timothy Gallagher. That's really good. Yeah. It's so... worth the hype. Sometimes, like, you know me, I'm I'm allergic to hype. Yeah. If something has too much hype. But uh, maybe because I didn't know about the hype and I just saw it now for the first time. Good commercial. Well yeah. done. So worth worth the fun. And I mean... I think it's a great concept and a great conceit because this has been the year from hell. You can sell anything. You can sell anything. Oh, a uh, little announcement. Our buddy Luke Burbank uh, from a podcast called Too Beautiful to Live will be joining us on the show next week for a special uh, episode. Or can we just say what we're talking about? Yeah. Actually, it would be great to get your guys' um, suggestions if you want us to rate any commercial Santa from yep. all time. We'll probably be focusing on some of the newer commercials that are out there but right yes, now. But commercial like, Santas. We want to we want to rate them and talk about them. Good ones, bad ones, creepy ones, right. singular ones, mobs of them. Add Santa. Any that Santa? Is the, yeah. Add Santa. That's the name of the show next week. We're already working ahead. Naming the show. <laughs> if only we could get it posted before we recorded it. Um, so stay tuned for that next week. In the meantime, Beavs, how can people get those Santa ads at us? You can email us at after these messages show at Gmail. Um, if you are going to uh, send us something about Santa, put Santa in the subject line, please. Uh, feel free to post about it on the Facebook group. If you're not a member, come join us. Um, or call us at 607-444-5597. Again, that's 607-444-5597. We'll talk to you guys next Tuesday. That's from Pakistan. Karachi Posse, Zaki's Poppy. Uh, Red Octagons couldn't stop me. I burn headband, my eyes.